With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. The biggest game of the week. It was over $4,000 to get in by the time the game tipped off. But Syracuse beats Louisville by 20. 
But ever since Duke came back on Syrac- <laughs> on uh, Louisville, they've just not been the same. They're yeah. like the Lakers players matter, during no. the trade deadline talks no, where they're, fake they're news. standing they there with the, had the deer in the headlights. Look, Louisville had plenty of time. Syracuse beat the crap out of hey, them. Hey, Rick Pitino is not there to rally them. <laughs> That's one thing that makes it sad. I really wish Rick Pitino could have sadly walked off the court after we beat them by 20 tonight. Well, then, just sad isn't he in the playoffs off. over in that Ooh. Greek league against uh, David Blatt? Uh, no, I think he's still actually... Or is he just hanging out here? He, he's on the phone going, you know, I'll take that UCLA job. You know, I'll still take that UCLA job. You know, I'll come back for that UCLA job. How many times job. do you think he calls people? That's like when I was finishing grade school and high school coaches were calling me for football. <laughs> Every night, got any questions for us today? So, now Rick Pitino, is that job open yet? <laughs> I get this, right? Wait, you finished grade school? I did. Wow, congratulations. I did. How long did it take you to get through five grades? Well, I, I was a big kid. Okay, all right. They challenged my my height and my you know, weight we, and my size and my age. Two, we have to promote three, him because he's bigger four. than everybody and he'll just get made fun of. So we're going to... That's it, you right? Know, you know, it was anti-bullying before... He doesn't know basic math, yeah. but uh, we'll just push him through because that's how the school system should work. That's kind of how it works now, isn't it? As long as you don't beat somebody up on the playground or go attack a teacher, they'll pass you through. Carmen. Hell, even then, I think you get through now. It's like, hey, it's somebody else's problem. All right, so buckle up for what's the big topic of the night, the next 24 hours plus. A star-studded contingent courtside for Duke, North Carolina. The game at halftime right now. North Carolina with a 10-point lead, 42-32. Uh, President Obama is at the game. And I like when I was listening to the uh, uh, to the broadcast coming in. After the Syracuse game, they cut over right to Duke, and and you hear the play-by-play guy, because uh, it was it's a Westwood one, I believe, I was listening to, and he says, you know, all the luminaries at this game, this is President Obama, Julius Peppers. I mean, that was, uh, Julius Peppers came right after President Obama. Well, I mean, he just retired, future Hall of Famer. I mean, White Sox Hall of Famer, Ken Griffey Jr.'s there. Yeah, Obama's here, Julius Peppers is here. Spike Lee's there. Spike Lee's there wearing a Knicks sweatshirt. That is yeah, not no, tampering. Yeah, no, it is. Oh, it, it is. is. That is yeah, not I mean, tampering. That, that, if that isn't tampering, I don't know what is. That is not tampering. Yeah, that is. No, 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 no. You're allowed to wow. wear whatever gear you want. You can wear Nick's gear in a college arena, mainly because if you're at an arena because where... Because the, they're a college team? Is no, that what you were going to say? Because if the team you're watching is better than the team on your sweatshirt, you're allowed to wear it. So that's well, why he's allowed to wear it. better before they lost. I, think either, I yeah. think either one of these teams could take down the Knicks, though. Well, uh, I don't hey, know tonight. You know, wait, you with have... Zion going down, can uh, Pre- President Obama, does he still have some power to do a presidential decree to stop the game since it's no longer a fair fight? Well, I, I, I this first half was just awful on so many levels. You well, have three, both teams. Three of 34 from three-point range. North Carolina is one for 14 from three, and Duke is two for 20. Yeah. It was just watching miss shot after miss shot. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Half- like the Tar Heels dominate on the boards and oh. in the... In the paint, 34 of their 42 points coming in the paint. You're used to product like that, Jason. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of bricks. Rain yeah, man! Yeah, watching the Knicks. You just keep syncing it up with the Philip Seymour Hoffman from a long game. It's not, it's not tampering. Spike Lee is there. <laughs> it is 100%. No, no, absolutely. No. Listen, He's been Spike- handing out Knicks stuff. He's handing out new shoes to everybody. You should try these. They're taking his knee off right now, <laughs> trying to give it to Zion. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, Spike, how come James Dolan bought your tickets to go fly down and then fly back to, to Duke <laughs> for this game? But but yes, the big story that overshadows everything. Again, people spent three, four thousand yeah. dollars to watch this game. Likely the last time you'll see Zion Williamson face off against North Carolina because thirty seconds into the game, Zion with the ball trying to back down a defender. This happened. 
slipping and injured is Zion Williamson. Back the other way, a layup for Cam Johnson. And 36 seconds into the game, Zion Williamson is down. He blew through his shoe. Yeah. They caught Obama pointing him going, he broke his shoe. First the shoe and then the big discussion. His shoe explodes. Zion Williamson did not come in contact with another player. Nope. He was trying to back down a defender, and he put his left foot out to stop and plant, and the shoe just ripped apart. Yeah, you it was, see it, the close-ups of it just I've never seen straight something down the like side. that before. I've, I've never seen that. I certainly haven't seen it where I know the equipment managers and everybody have done their due diligence. I've seen it on the playground with guys wearing shoes that are from, you know, <laughs> 1972. That's the, like, these are brand new, yeah. top of the line, everybody's outfitted yeah. because this is prime time during the NBA All-Star break. Yeah. All eyes on this game. Not yeah, no, good, I've never seen it in a situation like this. Not not good news for Nike. This this was not no, good this news is, for that. No, this is a, I mean, good look, news. they had an offsetting day, right? Because they yeah. had the, hey, we're going to release the limited edition Kaepernick jersey that you can order. And, uh, well, we had an epic shoe fail in prime time. I mean, it really was. I mean, if, if you haven't seen it, you're going to see it. Go, oh, my God, because the shoe just completely comes off. Like yeah. the bottom of the shoe just comes off and, and unattaches itself. And when you first see it, you go, oh, what happened to his foot? You're like, oh, no, no, that's his shoe. Can someone and calculate was, the force of how Zion, when he was trying oh, to stop, I mean the guy's, that would force that? He's <laughs> puncturing basketballs with his hands. He's, he's tearing shoes apart. The guy's a superhero. You think he's, Michael Jordan put in a call on this? Ooh. I, hey, guys, uh... Don't make his soul too tight tonight. Oh, well, look oh, at that. Now that wow, that's next take. level. He does have pull. Yeah, that but the is thing a hot is, though, you have, you have North Carolina winning versus the damage it does to the Nike brand, which, you know, Jordan is kind of He's getting paid regardless. No, but Jordan, Jordan's all about money. No, nah, he's about money. He doesn't care. He, he would he would be more about, he, hey, would you like to sell more Jumpman shoes or North Carolina beat Duke? He would say, Jumpman shoes. Shoes. Shoes, 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 shoes. I, it really is insane, and we can we can you know we can have some fun talking about the shoe part of it. But the unfortunate reaction to this is that Zion Williamson leaves the game and will not return. It's a knee injury to his right knee. Now the the left shoe exploded, but it's his right knee because he had to stop and try to you know catch himself. And there's no other official word right now other than a knee injury. And he's not coming back tonight. Now, Mark Addix, Dr. Mark Addix, who I worked with for three years at Fantasy Zone, he's a former NFL offensive lineman and he's a surgeon. And, you know, part of his job, what we, we did together at uh, Fantasy Zone, was he would see a player's injury and then, hey, this is what it looked like to me. Because, you know, he's dealing with, you know, 30 years of, of, of experience. And, and this is how it goes now. I mean, you can be upset with conversations where it goes, but this is just how it works now. And he tweeted out, watching this injury, it looks like an MCL sprain. Doesn't look like a torn ACL. Hopefully he could be back for the tournament. Now this is, we don't know any That's of this. That's just raw this tape is, review, yes. no investigation, then, yeah. no analysis, no hands-on. Right. This is Dr. Mark Addix, his opinion, what I saw watching on television. And all the doctors that do this, because Dr. David Chow, former yep. team doctor for the Chargers, sure. does the same thing. He comes on the show with us uh, from time to time. I mean, this is, you know. That, a burgeoning just, industry trying to uh, be the next Mike Pereira of finding a lane. So it begs the question, and I, I understand, and believe me, I understand this is knee-jerk. I understand that this is very shortly after it happened and mm -hmm. there's the too soon part of the philosophy and why but the conversation is already underway. It's what people are talking about. It's what this 
instance in this action has spawned the conversation of. And that is, have we seen the last of Zion Williamson in college basketball? Should this have been the last time we see him on the floor? The guy's going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. He's got everything in his favor, and here he is suffering a knee injury that is going to keep him out at least for this game and who knows how long. No matter how you slice it, this should be his last game. This should be, it's, it's, and it's not how you want it to end. And I get it. I get you're upset. Boy, you're talking about the end of a guy's guy. I understand. But th- this is this is how conversations go. This is how the world works. And, um, we can't not have it and then just let people have it 12 hours from now. That's kind of how that's kind of how it goes now. Reaction to things is instantaneous. News reaction because of social media, how close we are to stories is now instantaneous. So this is the conversation that we have to have. Of course. Best thoughts to him. Hopefully he's back. Hopefully he can come back for Saturday. I'm hoping he comes back against Syracuse. I don't want him to be hurt and miss time. But if he's hurt and misses time, just like Todd Gurley, just like anybody else in in college football who sits out bowl games because they don't want to get hurt, they want to make sure they're going into their NFL careers healthy, Zion Williamson needs to make sure he goes into his NBA career healthy. And this hopefully is very minor. If it's something that keeps him out a little bit, it's a warning that says, Oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, That was a bad shoe. And it goes to show you that you can play as well as you want to and keep things under your control. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. This wasn't, hey, he went into a game and guys were playing dirty against him because they wanted to slow him down. So it was something that happened. No, this was an errant shoe. The guy's shoe exploded. It just shows you anything can happen at any time. And when the future is okay, you're looking at a future where it's, hey, this is untold millions of dollars, being healthy, being dominant, being a star, or coming back, playing, risking injury, and then trying to move on. Hopefully you stay healthy. This is your knee. You know, it's it's not a finger. It's not a thumb. It's not, it, it, it's not a bicep. This is your knee. This is how important it is. That's why you can't mess around with it. And I, I, I get it. It's hard to say, hey, Zion Williams and your Duke career is done, but really when, when you – sit back and look at this from a perspective of, all right, what should we do now? Should he really come back and play? I don't see any way where you can say, all right, this is a benefit if I come back and play again. No, and that's just it, right? And, and look, every man, woman, child, we talked about it a little bit with the Manny Machado situation, right? You're, you're evaluating what's best for you and your family and trying to figure it out. If Zion decides that the, the quest for an NCAA title is what drives him, then great. But if he decides the other route of saying, you know what, I'm going to make sure I'm healthy, as healthy as I can be. I'm not going to take any unnecessary risk because I'm the number one pick in the draft, period. Then who can begrudge him that? He gave us a, a bunch of thrilling moments here. 36 seconds into this primetime, nationally televised, highly anticipated game that's been advertised on ESPN, all the networks, and talked about here at Fox Sports Radio and across the sporting universe for a month, waiting on this game, right? Waiting on this. We talked about the ticket prices. All that goes through. So if he decides operation shutdown, how can I begrudge him that, right? We talk about variables in our lives and the way things kind of flow and happenstance. To your point, nobody went after him. Nobody, you know, said it, it, this wasn't the... Uh, the back pick that we saw in a pickup game of your starting quarterback <laughs> that suddenly everybody's getting all mad about, right? So, I mean, when you go down that road, you're looking at every little thing that you can take out of your, here's my equation towards success. 
you know, when Trevor Lawrence got all mad and chesty at the guy that, you know, did the pick on him. Oh, by the way, how, if you're Dabo Sweeney, you're like, whoa, dude, what are you doing playing no, but intramural that's, basketball? But that's just it. You got dude. the Zabruder film dude, what are you that doing, gets man? out. What are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing? doing? <laughs> did you not learn from Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Sit your ass down. You, you don't doing, get man? to do this anymore. But uh, but that's a great example right there of that's not even a guy doing anything dirty. Teammates should be calling that out instead of him getting all chesty and trying to pop this guy upside the head. It's like, no. But but that's it, right? If if he hits the floor wrong or hits his shoulder wrong on the guy and something he doesn't need to be doing, and look, be active, go hang out, whatever. Don't put yourself in harm's way. For Zion Williamson, same thing. You've got your millions waiting for you. Hell, the sneaker representatives and Spike Lee standing by to recruit you to all of the greatness. Mm-hmm. Hang out. Don't worry about it. You'll get your $200 million from your sneakers. You're the number one pick. Wave Coach K goodbye. Let the other guys handle the mess. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us now on the hotline, senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, host of the Post It Up with Chris Haynes podcast, Chris Haynes. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris B. Haynes. So all the stuff we plan on talking to you about tonight, Chris, we have LeBron, the second half, Anthony Davis. Now it's going to be all about Zion Williamson. Where are you? The knee injury that happened a little while ago, is this something? Should we see him playing basketball again, or should he sit out and wait till the NBA draft? Uh, I th- no, I think we should see him. I, I don't think it would be that serious, but obviously he has to look out for his future and, and protect his health going into the NBA draft. But I, I, think, I think this is not the last time we've seen him as of thus far. But I'll I tell you this, I... I can't ever recall seeing um, an injury like that take place where your foot kind of just explode out the shoe. So that that was that was definitely something I you know I, I can safely say I've never seen before. No, you know, and that's the point where I say as as long as it's something that's you know completely minor, that's always back and he can play Saturday. That's great. But if it's like he's got a sprained MCL, he's going to be out a bit. It's like. I think you have to sit because you realize that things are going to happen that are completely not under your control. I mean, this wasn't guys playing dirty or something. This was just a shoe broke. I mean, you you never in a million years would think that could happen, but that's what happened. So you got to guard against it. Yeah, it's going to be if if it results to that where he he is going to protect himself and sit out. That's going to that's really going to be a tough blow, not just for Duke, but. For all of us, just to see how far this team could have went with him, and you know he, he's the most exciting player in college basketball right now. So I'm, I'm hoping it's not something like that. Yeah, Chris, I was telling Jason the only time I've ever seen shoes blown out were guys wearing ten year old, you know, Chuck Chucks on a on a court here in in Southern California where they'd already worn them to the bone, not fresh out the box like these. That's next <laughs> level. But you know, talking about Operation Shutdown. The, the Pelicans in that delicate balance with fighting the NBA and Rich Paul and Anthony Davis, how should they proceed? How do you think this plays out the final 25 games? You know what? I, I think New Orleans should be allowed uh, not uh, – they should be allowed to sit Anthony Davis for the rest of the season. We, we saw Anthony Davis had a, a minor shoulder injury in that last game heading to the All-Star break. It, it, it's already known that he doesn't want to be there. And so Anthony Davis does have yeah, injury history as well. So I think it would bode well to lead kind of, you know, fell back on this and allow New Orleans to sit him because I, I don't think it helps. New Orleans has to get uh, the best package they can um, this summer. You know, I think he will be traded, you know, this summer. And it, it won't help if, if AD goes down. It's already helped, hurting their leverage that he wants out. And so, you know, I think I think the NBA will kind of see things New Orleans way. Senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, Chris Haynes, with us, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. So now when it comes to LeBron, as we wait to see how the NBA figures things out with Anthony Davis, LeBron says his playoff mode has been activated now. I mean, did you get a tweet today or some kind of notice on your phone? Like, did it buzz go, oh, LeBron has activated playoff mode now, so get ready. Here we go. It just it just went off. As soon as you said, oh, God. does that mean he's off. not going to be on social media anymore now? Yeah, well, no, I think this is serious. I mean, this is serious. So now you know we we got to pay attention. 
<laughs> so, do you think the Lakers can make a run that LeBron can single-handedly lift them up and, and, and get them into the playoffs? Yeah, I think they can. I think they can. Um, you know, it's, it's not, for me, I always said it, it's not going to be about play and performance. You know, I spoke with LeBron uh, a few days ago in, in New Orleans, and, you know, he said he feels fine. He's ready to make that push. And, you know, today he was he was talking like that. But to, to me, it, it's going to be more about uh, kind of relationships and, and the hurt feelings and the pride. Can that be healed? Because ultimately, I think that's what's going to uh, dictate if this team or how far this team uh, goes for the rest of this, you know, final 25 games. Uh, I, I think, you know, you look at their play before LeBron went out, they were third, third team in the West Western Conference. I don't think they can make up that type of ground. But you know, if LeBron is healthy and he's playing every game, I can't see a scenario uh, of which you know they would be left out of the top eight. Like I said, I think uh, I, I still you still want to see if this team can get over all the all the the nonsense that happened. You know, during the trade deadline. Now, I I was ready to kill off the term trust the process forever, but now Joel Embiid going to be reevaluated in a week, sitting down with left knee soreness. Uh, how concerning in Philadelphia right now? you you got to be concerned. You you have to be. I mean, obviously this is not a time and a point in the season where, uh, where you can say, oh, he's missing a week and it's nothing. Like, this is a serious point. The stretch run and Philadelphia, the trades that they make, made, they're trying to find some continuity. And look, Joel Embiid has a knee, he has knee issues. You know, he has injury, injury history. He's seven foot one. This is not good. No, no, no matter how you slice it. And obviously, they, the Philadelphia Sixers feel like he'll be back relatively soon. So that's good news, but. You're, you're you're always concerned when it comes to knees and when it comes to big man, especially with Joel Embiid. You just hope he can get back uh, relatively quick and quickly, just to see how this team can shape up with all help you know, when they're all healthy and playing together. Because uh, you know they they made some great moves, and you want to see uh, basketball as finest. And that's the that's the part that sucks about this game is the injuries. Now, you got your latest Posted Up podcast. We talked to you last week. You said Damian Lillard was coming up, and he was really great on a wide variety of things that he talked about with you. What was what's the biggest thing he said that stood out in your mind? You know, I kind of, it's kind of been a reaction that, you know, that, that kind of went viral. Is You know, I asked him, you know, because he's the same draft class. You stare at your phone. Those guys are. Those guys, am I still there? Are we going to commercial break? No, 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 no. no you're all good. good. You're all good. That was that was an inadvertent button that got hit. It happened. I don't know if someone blew out another sneaker, but live, it's okay. Live radio. No, That's all. No, all because good. hot you route. Know, you, you know when you were, you were at a contest and you sing it, and then you hear that you hear that hurry up music. You know, oh, we're, play, we're playing you off like it's the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah prepping for Sunday night. Okay. No, so no, good. So I good. Mean, I mean, just just the part that you know, Dane. I asked him about why he hasn't requested requested the trade. You know, he's in a similar situation to AD. He's never gotten out of the second round and hasn't gotten much help. And you know, he 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 says something I've never heard before. Basically, saying that if I were to ask for trade, it would have a triple down effect on the roster. And you know, guys guys might be traded, families get get rebooted if he were to leave because there are certain players on the team that suit Dame's skill set and if he were to leave those players might not be uh, a good fit anymore and he just talked about the triple down effect that it can have on players and 
and their families. And I just never heard about that side of it. You know, we know that happens, but we've never heard about players thinking about other players and their families and their careers and how it can shape up if you were to ask for a trade. So that kind of that, that that stood out to me, and I, I was a little taken back by that because I just never heard a player say anything in that fashion. Right, Any wait. chance he can go talk, uh, and we can have another All Star Weekend where he holds a conference, so we have this, so we have some stability. <laughs> Yo, who who is that? I'm well, sorry, I mean, I, just I I... just just saying to have, have Damian go and and have what you know, like LeBron with his whiteboard of recruiting guys. Maybe Damian's able to go and say, "Hey, we this this is the other way this works for the league." <laughs> And maybe we have contrasting styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess you know. Look, Dame. He he's a different cat. He, he's a different cat. He's loyal to the bone. Most people would probably say he's loyal to a fault. Um, you know, one thing about players, they, they they'll say things now, and, and circumstances change, and sure. they can change their tune this summer or next year. But you know, that, that's this is the way he feels right now, and. You know, he doesn't have a championship contending team right now, even with the moves they made. So uh, I'll be interested to see once his career, once the prime years of his career start to wind down, to see if he changes his tune a little bit then. All right, so it's not tampering if I tell you to tell him about how great the Knicks are going to be at the end of the season, right? That's not tampering. I can do that. I, I can do it, right? That, that works okay? No, that's, that's fair. That's okay. fair. I'll, I'll spread the word. <laughs> Look at that, adding value. Follow him on Twitter, at Chris B. Haynes. That's at Chris B. Haynes, senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, host of the Post It Up with Chris Haynes podcast. Check it out right there. His pinned tweet, his conversation with Damian Lillard, great stuff all around there. Again, on Twitter, at Chris B. Haynes. Chris, as always, my friend, appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. I appreciate it, guys. Y'all take care. Thanks, Chris. Take care. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. He's still the number one pick. The Knicks are still going to take him number one. Another franchise is still going to take him number one overall. He's still going to make that money on his first contract. They would just wait a year to get him, and the Knicks or whoever it is would say, listen, we're happy to have him. We're happy that he's here. We're ready for him. We'll wait. Look, the Sixers waited for Joel Embiid for eight years to come back and finally <laughs> he's play in again. the NBA. Right? But, and that's fine. So he's, that's still going to happen. But you want to be able to have a long fruitful NBA career. You want to see a big second contract, which is when you're going to set yourself and your family and your family's family up for life. You want to be able to have a long, big NBA career. And you're not putting yourself in position to do that if you have two knee injuries in a span of two and a half months. But just ask Greg Oden, you know, what, what it's like trying to come back from multiple knee injuries. I mean, the guy, the guy never had, the guy just applied to be in the big three for a second time. They didn't take him the first time, and he's trying to apply to come back. So just realize that that's, it's not going to affect his draft status. It's going to affect his health for his career. Now, it's interesting because Doug has a great uh, take on, on Twitter coming from a competitor standpoint. Because you know Doug, when, when Doug Gottlieb played in college, you know he was he was all in for you. He, he still played after college. He played in Europe. He wanted to win and play, and that's who the grind. Doug is. He's a player. He's and, a yeah. coach's kid that kept kept the hustle, and that he comes from that perspective. And 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 Doug says, "Listen, I don't get what's wrong on, on Twitter. I don't get what's wrong with people. You know, media guys have never played. You go to Duke to beat North Carolina to play on Tobacco Road to win a championship. That's why you go there. And I, you know what? For some people, yeah, and." A while ago, because look, Doug played in the 90s. A while ago, that was true. And there's special guys where that's the case, where I want to go here because I want to win a national championship at this school and I have so much pride I want to do it. 
But really, did Zion Williamson go to Duke to beat North Carolina twice and win a national championship and cut down the nets and be a Duke legend? Or did Zion Williamson go to Duke to further his resume, expand his star, and play well enough to be the number one overall pick in the draft? I mean, that's why any why did, did people go to Kentucky to win a national championship, cut down the nets and to beat Louisville? I mean, or do they go because now this is where I can go and raise my profile highest? Times have changed and it's different. And now in the one and done era, you know, guy if he wanted to go and, and, and play and beat North Carolina, he would stay for four years. You know, that that's just not the case with players now. And this is why Zion Williamson, this is why Barrett went to Duke. This is why players go, hey, I'm going to Carolina and Duke and Kentucky, and I'm going to go there for six months, and it's going to be awesome because I'm going to be on national TV all the time. I'm going to increase my draft profile, and I'm going to get to the NBA. That's how players think nowadays. That's how they do it. So that's why he's there. Yeah, I don't think they're mutually exclusive, and, and each player is going to have his different motivations. As we've talked about with all the big contract signings held this coming week, Right, we've got all the in the background of all of this. We've got chaos in Pittsburgh. It's Ben Roethlisberger and him leading a new band of merrymen going forward. Right, as we go forward, so you know different motivations at different points in your careers for guys that decide I'm going to one of the three or four heavyweights. Yeah, it's about brand recognition to a great degree. It's about Duke and about the name on on the jersey and being compared. I mean, hell, what was that game going around here? Build your best Carolina or Duke lineup with 15 bucks. Wasn't that the the big thing? Everybody was being challenged, and they they put up a list of legends, and each had a different value ascribed to them. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, you want to be in that thought of in those regards, but it's all the stepping stone to that next level. So it, it really becomes the I I don't know how much you weigh the six weeks that are to come versus your career, right? Because if it's something that he can get brush off and get back on the court Saturday, okay, fine, get after it. But what if he has got to miss two or three weeks? And then you're talking about then getting back in shape to where maybe you're you're back in shape for what? The conference tournament? Maybe not till the first round of the NCAAs? I, I think a lot of it is going to depend on initial diagnosis of, of how long they they. Projected. If it's one of those four to six weeks, right? We're watching it here in Los Angeles with Lonzo Ball as to when he can get back for the Lakers. It's, you know, the big defensive component of what they're going to be able to do. If we're talking about that and it's a four to six week be safe kind of process, well, that's the end of the year. That's put, well, put and, your and sweats that, and on that, and, and be done. And that's the other part of why this should be the last game he played. If Zion Williams, let's just say he was the same player and this happened at the end of November, right? You're eight, nine games in mm-hmm. and Williamson gets hurt and it's, oh my God, what do you do? And they say it's a sprained knee and he could come back sometime in February. Well, okay then, because you can say February and then push it a little bit, make it middle, end of February, March for the tournament, he comes back and plays. Okay, because you've given it enough time. But now you're talking about a guy that's got to come back. Let's say he's hurt, sprained MCL, something like that. You're talking about coming back in two and a half weeks. Right. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a little bit pushing it. Hey, I'm coming back to play, coming back to play. It's two and a half weeks. It's, it's why, the, why it's the time the of it, too. Right. You know, it's if it was, hey, you can come back in, in four months and everything would be fine. Well, all right, because then we'll go through everything. But, I mean, this makes it really different when you got to come back this this far away. Yeah, and I get the hunger to come back and play, right? I mean, it, we, we've all been there at whatever point in our athletic endeavors, whether they stopped in grade school, high school, college, if you were fortunate enough to get a semi-pro gig or whatever the case may be, the the same thing happens. It becomes risk-reward and what your opportunity cost is. And for Zion Williamson, you're the number one overall pick with the ability to make 
untold millions going forward. You don't want to have the extra knee injury potentially on the resume. So where you can avoid it, seems like you, you, you go the side of caution and avoid it if you can. Again, it, it's going to all depend on what that diagnosis is and what we get back. Right now it's just speculating based on initial film review and watching that shoe blowout and the way he had to try to stop his body as he came across the lane. Awkward and down he went 36 seconds in. It's a much different different animal than, than I, I think most players, most professionals have to look at when you're talking about operation shutdown. It's a joke sometimes in the professional, right? Derek Bell, all those years ago, that mm. was the that was the lead. We we got it pushed when I was at Yahoo Sports above anything else, just because he said operation shutdown. <laughs> well, now here's the the question for for Duke and for Zion Williamson and his camp of well, what's the value of that next six weeks? Does that would a national title be the be-all to end-all for his career? I know those are his guys, and I know that's why he chose Duke branding plus an opportunity to play on the big stage. But now it's all about risk reward and what's most important to him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Longtime college basketball insider and friend of the show, and I say friend of the show because I have not seen anything on Twitter where he says Syracuse won't make the tournament. CBSSports.com also writes for GQ Magazine, New York Times Magazine, college basketball insider Reed Forgrave. Reed, what's happening? What's up, guys? Been Buddy. too long. How are you? I, I things are great. Come on, Syracuse beat Louisville tonight. I'm happy. Huh? With Syracuse, they they uh they were playing. They had a game. Hey, like a basketball game in there. Hey, oh, hey nobody was paying really attention. Good. It was just about uh, shoes. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just about shoes. Like, yeah, that, that actually caught uh, bits and pieces of that Syracuse game. And uh, yeah, Louisville looked bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> go Syracuse, man. I love it. They are going to make the tournament. Yeah, <laughs> we won't be having Syracuse on the bubble conversations. Uh, but the one conversation we'll be having: the future of Zion Williamson following tonight, knee injury after a shoe gets blown out, and. I know that that's still something that we all have to get over is the visual of his shoe just absolutely coming apart on the sole, on the side of it, seeing the picture on the side of the court. When I, I'm like, the whole shoe, like the, basically the whole half of the shoe just came off, Reed. We, I mean, we have to get over it. I think Nike has to get over it, man. Like, I think LeVar Ball is like licking his chops. He's like, oh, we're going <laughs> to sign Zion Williams in the big baller brand. This is going to be awesome. This is his grand plan coming into action. Um, yeah, man, like that was brutal. I was I was watching the game on my phone while having uh, a bedtime snack with my two kids and wife. Right? Oh, just, that's yeah, cool. yeah, that's yeah, nice. yeah. So nice. Yeah, a little ice cream sandwiches and some popcorn. Okay, you were having oranges. But, but like, you were having oranges. Oh god, <laughs> but uh, but I'm I'm watching this. I'm like after five minutes. I'm like, okay, bye, kids. I'm gonna go downstairs. 30 seconds of the game, I'm just like, oh, my God. And my wife's like, is everything okay? I was like, Zion just tore his ACL. She's like, who's Zion? I was like, oh, God. Whatever, God. But it looks, it looked terrible, right? Like, I, who knows what this injury is going to be, right? Uh, I assume he will get an MRI tomorrow. And the, the, this game doesn't matter, right? Even though it's Duke-UNC, the mm. only thing that matters is Zion Williamson and his knee. Um, but... Boy, it didn't look good. It didn't look good in the moment, and then you see him get up and kind of walk around, and uh, maybe it's going to be okay. But 
as soon as I saw the tweet where it's like his dad came out and brought his mom back to the locker room, it's like, uh-oh, this ain't good, man. And, like, there's going to be, if this is a major injury and it's something worse than just a couple weeks on the mend, this is going to start all sorts of conversations about college basketball and one-and-dones. And if you're, if you're a guy like Zion Williamson, should you play? And uh, just the idea of amateurism, the big-money amateurism, I know it is putting the cart way before the horse to start talking about this tonight. But that's where this conversation will go and should go because uh, you just feel awful for the guy, right? Like, if it's if it is the worst possible injury, which would be a torn ACL, people come back from torn ACLs, right, um, all the time. And people come back from torn ACLs and have incredible athleticism. Dennis Smith Jr. tore his ACL, has been in the slam dunk contest two years in a row. So it's not like this is like a death knell in his basketball career, but it's certainly not a good thing for a guy who's in line to make tens of millions of dollars in his first contract when he gets drafted number one in the NBA next year. So it's operation shutdown. I mean, or should be anyway. I mean that other that other conversation about dollars and cents. Look, we're gonna, we're going to be fighting that one until you know the perfect algorithm is put in place. But for the other, I mean, he's in bubble wrap, isn't he? Um, I mean, it's I, I gosh, I don't know if if it's a if it's a sprained knee and they're like he can be back for the tournament. Zion is a. I mean, he's a warrior, right? And he's bought in on this Duke team. This Duke team is something special. So maybe he has agents in his ear being like, hey, dude, you should probably not mess with this. But you get the sense that this team really loves being a team. So it's such a complicated thing, right? Because I love college basketball, and I find college basketball to be fundamentally flawed in the way that they don't compensate these players. Um, So... It's uh, I'm sort of torn on it. If you're Zion, this is your one time in college, and he's spoken about this. Uh, I talked to him about this in December, where it's like, you know what, I, I came to college because I want the college experience. And guys who go prep to pro don't get that. They don't get that, like, that, called a gap year, I guess. That's what John Calipari calls it. And there's something special to that. And But if, if he's risking millions and millions of dollars, I mean, look, if he, if he tears his ACL, He's still a top three pick, right? He's probably still the number one overall pick because people come back from torn ACLs. But boy, you just don't want to risk that. It's it, it's a complicated, difficult, uh, incredibly difficult situation. Well, he, here's my going forward on that. Reed Forgrave, college basketball insider, with us here as we react to Zion Williamson's knee injury. Is is that? Number one, yeah, he'll still be the number one pick, even if he comes back and tears his ACL. But now you're coming into the league with a torn ACL. You risked it by coming back early because this is not a knee injury in November. And they say, hey, you know, end of January you could be back. Well, then we'll wait and have you come back the end of February. You're fine. You're talking about now you're turning around and coming back to play in two and a half weeks, which can be a very difficult thing. And it, it makes it much more difficult. And then you're worried about, am I going to wind up like Greg Oden? I, I want that second big contract where I can make $275 million for five years or whatever it's going to wind up being by the time he gets that second contract. But when it comes to competing, is you could say, yeah, he wants to play, and, and I get that, but did Zion Williamson come to Duke to beat North Carolina and win the ACC and win the national title? Or did Zion Williamson come to Duke for six months to play, increase his profile where he can be one of the top three picks in the NBA draft? Because that's kind of when people go to Duke and Carolina and Kentucky, that's really the goal, Reed. 
or did they come to Duke because there's not really another option? I mean, like, are you, is this guy going to go play at IMG for a year? Is he going to go just train for a year? Is he going to go play in China and make $2 bucks? I mean, whether it's increasing his profile or not, like, there isn't really a valid other option. I know Darius Basley, and I apologize for bringing that up to you, <laughs> Darius Basley going to the G League, it's technically another option, but it's not not the same right like college basketball is really really high level basketball and it's fun and that's why we love it that's why we're talking about it right now um but oh, oh I, I i really hope that it's just like ah he tweaked it and he's gonna be just fine uh i got a bad feeling in my stomach about this though so. yeah as of now coach k says it's a mild knee sprain yeah this is just coming in right now reed we're I, getting from tim uh, reynolds i hope uh, that's yeah, it says mild knee sprain. More details to come. The knee is stable, uh, which is enormous news right now. So mild knee sprain could mean three weeks. Mild knee sprain could mean a week and a half. Could, but, you know, mild knee sprain usually means at least a couple, two, three weeks, which unfortunately coincides with the NCAA tournament. Like I said, if this was December 1st, okay, oh, mild knee sprain. But this now is like, okay, you got to really rush to get back because they're not going to postpone the NCAA tournament for Zion Williamson. They might. I mean, have you have okay, you been yeah, watching this be. guy? Yeah, I'd consider yeah. it. I mean, what else is going on in April, man? Like, I'm gonna get so it bleeds into the NBA playoffs. Okay, <laughs> who really cares about baseball anymore? Whatever. As long as it's going to football season, I think Zion like. Uh, uh, I think he trumps pretty much everything else out there, right? Well, that's just it, right? Obviously, the backlash immediately, if you're following in the social media, is like, why do we need to blow this up into a big story? Well, this is a big story. This is your number that's one guy, right? And we do the show now. We're not waiting on uh, MRIs and everything to roll through. All right, so to get off uh, of Duke, I mean, I guess to some degree, but there's there's still the the top dog across the NCAA. Say he's gone a a week or two, three weeks. I mean, how how much does this change everything? It doesn't. I mean, if he comes back 100% for the NCAA tournament, Duke will be the hands-down favorite. Period. End of story. I know they look terrible tonight. That was a terrible basketball game, by the way. Well, when you see, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. the three point shooting. Yeah. What three of thirty four in the first half? Two oh, teams combined. Oh, it was so <laughs> gross. And and like I, I've been transitioning more toward, as you guys know, more toward NBA over the past year. And so I don't watch nearly as many college games. So when I go back and watch this game, it's just like, oh, this is the worst the college basketball has to offer on the biggest pages. This is gross. And, and this was not reflective of. Frankly, either team. I thought Carolina was 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 great tonight. It was an ugly sort of great, um, but Luke May was awesome. They were just able to completely run through Duke. But look, if if Zion Williamson is back and he's one hundred percent, Duke will be the favorite in the NCAA tournament, and they should be because they're going to have you know three of I, I I wouldn't say almost I wouldn't say certainly, but a very good chance of having three of the top five picks, and almost certainly I think. You know, two of the top three, probably the first two. This team is so talented. They're going to have four, maybe four lottery picks because I think Trey Jones is awesome. And they got the greatest coach of all time. Like, this team is going to be, assuming Zion is is healthy, this team is going to be the hands down favorite uh, for the NCAA tournament. What, what this game tonight reminded me of, did, did any of you guys think back to game one of the NBA season, uh, of last year's NBA season? Gordon Hayward got hurt minutes into the game, and it's like there's all this anticipation on this one game. The star player gets hurt, and everything kind of gets thrown off. 
I don't put that much stock into. I mean, cool for Carolina for winning. I thought they looked really, really good. I don't put any stock into Duke losing. You get a moment like that, it just completely throws off all of your mm-hmm. team chemistry. Um, if there's a second team behind Duke to who I'd say would be a favorite, Syracuse. Gosh. Come on now. Yeah, it's definitely Syracuse. <laughs> hey, I Buddy Bayheim is the hero Badley, we all need. <laughs> Darius Basley has been just amazing this year. <laughs> Absolutely unreal. So good. Been watching those YouTube glad, highlights. I'm huh? glad my, Malachi Richardson decided to stay for all four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The right decision. You can follow him on Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter. At shut up about Syracuse, though. At Reed Forgrave, uh, CBSSports.com, NBA, NBA Draft, College Hoops Insider. Check out everything he does as well for GQ Magazine, New York Times Magazine. Reed, thanks a bunch, my friend. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Love you guys. See you, buddy. Back to the oranges. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? 
You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.